Hey homies, it's Michelle Bennett, graphic designer, turn marketer, turn interior decorator, and apparently now podcast host. That's right, peeps. I selfishly started a podcast so that I would have an excuse to pick the brains of designers, decorators, and industry experts so that I can get to the next level. And the best part is you guys are coming with me. guys, I'm excited because I'm here today with Nicole Bernstein from Roy Terry, who has started a business, uh, a bed linen business. And I'm probably not even saying that totally right. And she's Canadian. And I love that. And I just wanted to hear more about her story. So thank you for being here, Nicole. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to talk with you and so grateful to be here right now. So Again, I, at this point, I talk to people. I never remember how I actually met anybody, but obviously I had seen, I mean, your work, your, your sheets and, and your duvet cover now and everything is beautiful. And I had been seeing other designers posting and tagging you on some of their Instagram photos. So I think that's how I kind of got in. I, I got into your yeah. Instagram and then you were just the sweetest person alive and just randomly messaged me and said, I'd love to send you um, a set of sheets to which I was so freaking pumped. And then you went a step further and you also sent me a couple samples because I figure if I'm going to be specifying these sheets for, for clients, I, it's, it would be great to be able to show them what color and we can pick and all that. And I got the sheets, I put them on my bed and they're amazing. And I will be honest, they feel definitely like night and day compared to my other sheets, which if I'm being honest, we're probably in an embarrassing state anyway. But what, when did you start this business? Okay, so thank you for, for saying what you did about our bedding. I mean, it's, I, it's awesome. Thank you so, so, so much. Um, I originated in New York. I am a Canadian now. Do have Yay. a Canadian husband and two Canadian babies. But I did originate in New York, and I think... That's such an important part of my story because had I not really seen what was out there and what had been available to me there, I would never have seen what really was missing here. Mm. And, um, yeah, so I moved here seven years ago, got engaged quickly. I was setting up a registry and people wanted to ship me stuff from from the U.S. to Canada. However, there was fees that I was going to have to pay when they, when I received the products and people were emailing me and asking me family members, like, where can we order from? I got some stuff from Bed Bath and Beyond and that got shipped over the border, but I did have to pay duties on like engagement gifts, which was really weird. Oh my God. (laughs) Which is fine. I mean, if I had tons of money, it would have been fine, but of course. That's annoying though. Yeah. I'm just starting out. Like my life is we're living in a condo at Bathurst and St. Clair. Um, and oh my God, you're actually in Toronto? Yes, not anymore. I mean, I'm a little bit north of Toronto right now, but I was living at Bathurst and St. Clair for two years. Oh, I thought you were in Montreal for some reason. My partner is Montreal. Okay. Okay. So anyway, fast forward, I'm not going to go into like too much, but basically um, I had two, two children. Um, I got per- my permanent residency, so happy to have that. Um, and this is with my second child. I'm laying in bed and I, I needed sheets. I got, I was typical home sense shopper for sheets. I did get a set from, uh, the Bay 
but I really didn't, I really, they didn't stand out of my mind and I didn't think they were nice enough for me to go and repurpose, like repurchase. I had bought a new home. Mm -hmm. There's like three bedrooms and I needed to get like three sets of sheets, blah, blah, blah. Um, so yeah, they were, I I got one set for our bed and they weren't anything special. I didn't see anything different from them and the other home sense sheets I had in our condo. So I went and I bought from home sense and yeah, I think that the ones from my condo didn't make it to our house because they, by the time that we were moving, they had all like holes in the corners. Yeah. yeah. Kind of (laughs) spreading a little bit. Not, I I don't, it's not, I know the reason why now, but back then I didn't know. And now I know it's because when uh, manufacturers are trying to save money, they will, the quality of cotton they use, of course, is less qual is less. Um, the quality isn't, isn't as well, isn't as good or long lasting or durable, but mm. they cut the fitted sheet depth as, as short as possible. So you're sh- constantly stretching out the corners to get them to fit over the edge. Right. There's out the corner of the fitted sheet. Anyway, so I was noticing a trend in that the real issue that pushed me over is I ordered this set of sheets from an American company to ship to Canada. They looked amazing. I promise you their website has everything that you think of like a beautiful bed will look like. And I was totally captivated by this brand. I'm like, I'm buying these sheets. I have two kids. I haven't slept. I'm tired. They look so soft, blah, blah, blah. I've always loved bedding. So okay, yeah. I was ordering these sheets for my bed from New York. Well, it's, it was, it's not New York. It's just a U.S. based company. And I was ordering it to Canada. So I ordered it. The, um, I had ta- duties and taxes to pay, whatever, on top of the exchange rate. Um, I threw them in the wash, whatever. And they just weren't soft. Okay. Mm-hmm, yeah. Beautiful. Like, like the packaging, everything about it was great. And I'm just, I was just like, what, what is this? Like, I, I, I didn't know what to do. And I think a product of um like my generation I don't know what it is. I'm like in between I'm I'm 33 so I'm not definitely far from a millennial but I'm not yet old enough to say like I'm in the other generation I'm kind of in the generation in between where right we kind of I think try to solve our own problems so after ordering these I was convinced that um, something needed to be done. I didn't know anywhere in Canada really to go. Like I didn't know the difference between anything. And I went on Amazon. They had not a good selection at all. Like they had a few. I was looking for organic because. Okay. So at this point, you're not like, I'm going to start, but you're just thinking, okay, well, I need to find a new place to find better sheets. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And I, I wanted organic because I did have two babies before. I yeah. hadn't really cared so much about it. And also I started becoming a little bit more environmental. Like you think more about the future as you get older, I think. I had friends who had just had babies. It would have been so nice to have these to ship like for as a present or yeah. housewarming gift. Or I, I just thought I wanted a brand with the quality behind it. So that is really what propelled me to decide to think I could do this. Okay. (laughs) So basically you just keep looking, you don't find what you want and you're like, I am going to fill this gap in the market. Yeah. I'm also more socially conscious. So I do like to know more of where I'm buying and who's behind them. And I'm not, I don't think necessarily everyone is that way, but that I think as you get older and you 
decisions to make and you start looking at the dollars you're spending, you're kind of wanting to see where you're buying and where it's from or like what, what it is. So, um, yeah, Restoration Hardware did just open in Canada, but previously it was yeah. shipped in the U.S. Long story short, I found, I did all this Googling because I'm like, you know what, I got to start somewhere. I found this manufacturer importer in Montreal and I hunted this guy down. Okay. So he was, does not advertise anywhere. Um, he was definitely not the first page of Google or the second or the third or the fourth or the fifth. Like I had to search for someone who made, uh, made betting and, and I, I just didn't know where to go. So I found this person and I connected with him and I flew out to Montreal like three weeks later. I had a four month old at home and I'm okay, like, so hold on one sec. So when did you get this idea to when you find this guy, like, give me a little bit more okay, context here because this, these are important details that I want to know. Um, also before we do that, what did you used to do before? What, what did you go to school for? What was your previous career? Like, who are okay. you before you become, you yeah. decide to do this? Okay. So before I've always, always, always been a business person and kind of entrepreneurial. And when I was like 10, I remember my dad asking me, what do you want to do when you get older? And I always was like, I want to just be CEO. And he's like, yeah, I used to want to be the CEO of Coca-Cola because I did get oh. a stop one day for like a gift or something. And I, I would, I really thought like, yeah, that's what I'll do. And I was always business, 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 but I just don't think I knew what that even meant. I think I liked the idea of companies and that interests me. So for a long time, that was it. And I applied to different colleges and I got into this program at the Indiana University, Kelly School of Business, where Mark Cuban actually graduated. And I went straight from high school into this hardcore curriculum of business classes. Um, and yeah, and went there and was there for three years. And I eventually transferred to New York and um, graduated with like a double econ major. Um, and then and do you go to work for business? Do you like, what, yeah. what, what do you so, do in the work world after? So I interned a couple of times, like when I was living in New York City, I interned um, on Wall Street at um, like an, like a, commercial banking mortgage house. And I did also intern at HBO in PR. So I did different, okay. so I did different business roles because okay. I, what I wanted to do, but while I was interning at, this was like 12 years ago at HBO when I was interning in PR and sex in the city two had come out and it was like such a great time of my life. And, um, they even offered me a full-time job when I graduated. And I think, the entrepreneur in me is the, is where like, you don't feel, um, you don't feel like you're like, you're able to stay somewhere and work somewhere and do well, but you don't feel like that's where you're meant to be. Like you're just, yeah. not, it's not your purpose necessarily yeah, and, and yeah. you're not being fulfilled and exactly. yeah. And it just didn't, it, it wouldn't last long enough for me to kind of, be like, oh, this is somewhere where I can grow and, and live and yeah. have a career out of. And that, I guess, kind of is, that kind of is like panicky and anxiety producing as you're growing up when you're trying to figure out your place in this world and where you want to, what you want to do with your life. And I knew it was business and I knew that that was my calling and I just couldn't figure out um, where I felt 
Like, oh, okay. And so, so then basically you're like, okay, I'm going to do this. And so how long did it take you from the moment you got the nugget to when you find this person in um, Montreal? I'm just, just for like context of uh, timeline. Sure, like, sure. It- okay. So I, I, this, this was probably two years ago, two years ago from this February. I, um, two years ago from February, I, I had this, I, this idea came to me. So then that, so that's 2017, right? So then in two, so Mar, March, I actually flew out to meet my partner. And at that point, I didn't. And sorry, when you say your partner, do we mean like life partner or business partner? Business partner. Sorry. Okay. My husband is at home with me in Toronto. Got it. And, and you say, you say like, he wasn't your partner yet. The guy that you went exactly, to. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. I fly out because you know what? I wasn't, I didn't have this whole idea in my head. I started with buying sheets from him and selling them on Amazon. Right. Okay. So that was how it really started. And I was just like, you know what? I have to start, like, it'll be fun. I could do it from home. Like, yeah, it's so hard to do. Like people are doing it and, and it was business and it was giving me an identity outside of being a mother. And it was it was betting. Like that was my passion. It was definitely, I feel like when you do something like I did, it has to have passion behind. For sure. Yeah. Doing. So I was, so I met with him and I started buying product from him, not so many, and then selling it on amazon.ca. And I um, flew out like twice. And then I, I made my own pattern, like the a hotel stitch, a simple hotel stitch. Mm-hmm. I had it branded and everything with, my old branding and it was my company. I incorporated the name and I was just trying to build up a brand on Amazon, literally. So how long did you do the Amazon thing for? Probably like five, six months. How did you come up with White Terry? What, I assume there's some form of a meaning yes. behind okay. that. For White Terry, white sheets for me have always been, yes. been, there's just a sense of like softness, cleanliness, like just, I, I, I don't know about white sheets, but it was always white sheets that I had started selling and I had designed like the hotel stitch with white, with the black trim, like the black stitching. And, um, so the white was always part of the, I think the equation. I just, I didn't want to do white cotton and I didn't, I wasn't really thinking so far along that like, this was going to be something, um, that would really be the center of my universe. And right identity in the world and terry came from terry cloth because bathrobes i love bathrobes like i'm always wearing yeah the rest of my life in a white terry bathrobe like any white terry bathrobe it it would be great i love the comfort so it was really just that was what came to mind when i was thinking of people in these sheets like i want them to feel wrapped up the same way i feel when I'm wrapped up in a robe or these robes or something, I guess yeah. that's kind of how it figured out. But no. I love it. I love that. That's really cool. How long did it take you to come up with that? And did you like stew on it for so long? And were you like, oh my God, what am I going to call this company? I wish I had thought about it more, to be honest. <laughs> I think it's great. I don't even think it's a problem. I totally think it's a problem. And I totally wish I had changed it when I thought I, like when I could have at a point, but I really didn't give it like I, I couldn't think of something else and like it just 
I think I was more focused really on what was next rather than name, which is why nothing came to me. Right. Tell yourself, oh, I'm thinking of a name sitting down. But meanwhile, like my brain, like what's going to, what, 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 um, what's going to be my next product? What's going to be my next design? What blah, blah, blah. So I think that, um, yeah, I really wasn't focused on the name. I was focused on what is next. Name is like Terry. I'm meeting my part, my business partner, purchasing um, bedding from him, like from that he had left over from like what he was, was selling to his own wholesalers and retailers across Canada and the U.S. and wherever else his customers are. And so I would, um, so he had le- like a extra product that I would, that I could buy from him and sell. So I, cause I couldn't meet a specific requirement. Like I didn't have money laying around to place like this huge order. Um, so the second time I'm, so we sold, I sold out of them quickly and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do, um, I want to do the hotel stitch. And he made a small batch for me. He was able to, and I branded it. This is my old branding. I should show it to you. It's really, I've come a long way, but, um, <laughs> Uh, on Amazon I did again I did tell him when I met with him that time that you know what like this is going well and I I could totally see myself starting up a site that sells this to all of Canada not just on Amazon because that way I'd have more control over who I was reaching on Amazon you don't really have control or contact with your um, buyers and I wanted and I wanted to connect to the people who were buying these sheets so um, he knew. And then by the third time that I had fl- flown out to go through patterns and to show him what was going on in the U S with these other big companies that were launching, um, a betting such as Brooklyn in and yep. other betting companies. And, um, I remember I had flown home and he was like, listen, I want to help you. I'm like, really? Like, I need so much help. I don't know what kind you're, you're, you're specifying here. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Which, which part? <laughs> Do you want to come babysit my kids? Like, I would love to go out tonight. Like, I could really use some help in that department. He's like, No, I want to do this. I want to. I want to be your partner. I'm like, Really? And I had incorporated my business at that time, and it was the name of Terry. And he, we had to go through all this lawyer work and all this paperwork. And I gave him fifty percent of my business under the condition he would be our supplier. Mm-hmm. And he would put the inventory on his like bill. So we would be able to pay him as we got paid. Right. Okay. So this is a whole nother world to me. My deal to a lot of people because it really was for me. But when you start a business, you need inventory and it's really hard going through securing capital and and dealing with people that don't always have your interest, like best interests and I actually heard a podcast the other day with Mary Young talking about when she first went into business and her first shipment of, of um, goods that she had bought were, were all damaged and she had to resew them. So in a way, working with my partner, he was able to make sure for the most part, not all parts, that um, the, the stuff we were working with was free of any damage and would be, and I would have control over which partners we would work with because I wasn't going to just um, have our bedding made in a facility that wasn't protect had, didn't have workers rights or, or um, what was a factory that I couldn't see a picture of or a video in. And I was very not, um, 
I wasn't flexible on some things. Some things I were, I definitely had to be. Um, like our first launch, as much as I did love the fabric, we did um, some things I could have done better. And we did just launch our new and upgraded fabric since then. And I'm going to send you a new set of sheets because we tri- we, hem, we changed the length of our flat sheet. Like for the past few months, like I was so quick to observe anything and everything that I would have changed differently. And when we ran out of stock, I went to work and I'm like, this is what I wanted. And I want this. And I, I had thought that I did that the first time when I first went and placed my first order, like when we first went into business, but Hmm. you just don't know. You really don't know. Yeah. You don't know what you don't know. Right. That's so incredible that I feel kind of like this dude, your partner. Yes. Shout out to. His name is Steve. Yeah. Okay. Steve. What, it must have, was he kind of like, what was his response to you reaching out given how hard and, and deep you had to look to find him? Was he a little like, yes. what? What, what, how did you even find me? And it must have yes. been, that must have been slightly life-changing for him, you finding him. And also that the fact that you guys found each other, I mean, you found him, but it's very interesting. That's very universe totally. intervention. Yeah, no, I mean, he, I think he was in shock that I had flown out there the first time yeah. I came back with like with like other stuff to show him like look what's going on like I want to do this here we're selling well on Amazon like I really believe in this and he's like okay so we'll make your next neck we'll I'll actually help you produce we'll do like a really small test order for Amazon and you can brand it yourself and I'll and it'll be your merchandise and I was like oh that's amazing so I actually think I spent $3,500 on the second Amazon um, inventory that I branded and, and he made, especially for me and sold that out. I mean, we did, I think I actually broke even or was even a little bit negative because I was still learning Amazon and still figuring it all out. But by the third time that I met him, he's like, wow, like he says to me, like, your drive is clearly there. Like you clearly want this and you clearly Mm. are gonna yeah so it's a miracle like I just I can't even believe it myself that I'm talking about this and that is to say like I've gone through so much and um, this really does this was a great this is a great story I definitely think the start of it has been great has it been hard and challenging as fuck yes yeah (laughs) have people to think that um totally um I I it's really yeah, I mean, I don't know. What- it's nuts. It's crazy. I'm like in awe of it. It's absolutely incredible, and I just think it's 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 insane. Like you took nothing. You just saw a gap in the market. I just think there's so much to be learned from that for so many people listening. And I, you know, for the listeners, I mean, obviously it's mostly a designer audience, and yeah, of course they're going to potentially specify. But I feel like this conversation is not just about oh, here's a potential product for you guys to um, sell to your clients. It's a, a story of what you do to build a business and persevere. So you talked, you said it's been hard. What Can you share some of the early hurdles that you, you struggled with? That, that, of course. Yeah. First, I want to yes. <laughs> say thank you to the interior designers because I've reached out to them a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because 
They're so, I, I just know that I knew that my product was good. Okay. I knew that what I was going after, like maybe it wasn't perfect at that moment, but I knew that, um, it was going to be, and I knew that, um, the interior decorators knew what was good from what wasn't because they deal with people every day. And so your industry and, and you and, um, Natalie Chong and Amy McKay and even Jillian Harris. She took a picture of, of her daughter in our, in our sheets and posted it on Instagram. And Jessica Mulroney, who, who shouted us out on Instagram twice. And um, I mean, I'm forever grateful for, for people like yourself having me on here and for, for these women who um, Ali Budd, who have just put me on on their on the radar and, and totally and these this, are legit peeps yeah <laughs> yeah and 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 give this give 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 me a chance to to yeah no totally um let I, me, let me sorry what's that let me go back to like our first probably big challenge mm-hmm. um when you start a business you don't know what you don't know so mm-hmm. when someone <laughs> For me, giving back was always important, and I'll I'll get into that after. I want to mention the charity that I partnered with, but this is like the best example I could say that when I was two months into business, someone approached me and was like, I mean, I think it was a month and a half in, someone approached me and was like, I'm doing this um, event to raise awareness for melanoma, and we need 30 queen sheet sets, Okay. So me being the inexperienced business owner, but wanting to help any way I could um, to support a cause like that, um, I'm like, sure, yes, like I'd love to. And I was not in a position to do that financially. It set us back so much. And Mm. I'm just, I laugh kind of at my just like, my inexperience <laughs> yeah naivete like we all had it right yeah like you oh sure I'd love to like I'd mm-hmm. love to happen but you're just like you have no money in the bank right now to, to have that happen but I really think that's where it it started for me because I donated those sheet sets even though I couldn't afford it at the time um I did end up meeting some other influencers in the air in like this the women and um just, yeah, these influencers who happened to pose nude in my sheets and I connected with them and I signed up for this Renegade Sessions, which is run by Lauren. Uh, She's on Instagram. Highly recommend putting yourself out there and connecting with other women entrepreneurs. Um, Interior decorators and designers are totally entrepreneurs themselves. I mean, I have much respect for you. I have so much respect for every one of you, for you, you're building your own business. I, I can't imagine it any easier than what, I mean, what I've been through, I'm sure you have all been through as well. So it's starting from zero. Yeah. Um, it's hard. And um, so I started with, uh, with the Renegade Sessions and you, I met with six other. So what, what are Renegade Sessions? Okay, so the Renegade Sessions are run by Lauren McPhillips, I believe is her last name. And she, okay, we'll tag all this in the notes sure, if it's on a, a thing sure. like that, yeah. yeah. And she, you have to, like, I had to pay for it. Yeah. Group together, like, six 
group, I, I met her through the um, melanoma awareness. So she posed in my sheets. So okay. they, these people were tagging me and in my bedding and I connected with her and I saw that she was saying like, she's holding this group women, um, group sessions with entrepreneurs and with women entrepreneurs. And I was totally clueless as to what I was doing. I was early on in my business and, um, just donated 30 sheet sets and why not like just join a, spend another $500 on a group, on a group to figure out what, all of this to say is you, you're not going to know what's going to happen. And I really got, um, I think my stars were in my, like aligned for me. I don't yep. think that this is for everyone. Like, I don't think that it, I mean, I'm pretending like it's been easy. Like it has not been easy. No, I don't think you are at all by any means. Like right now where we've been waiting for new stock for like since May, June, July, coming up on almost four months and it's been a disaster. People are so upset, like waiting on this bedding and I can't rush it here any faster. And partner is in in charge of that on that, on that front. And, and, so yeah, that the the negatives and the stresses of what you can and you can't control yes. is paralyzing. Like I have to say, like I messaged my friend, like I just don't know how I can do this. Like it's the stress and the we've been people have been ordering and we're collecting orders, but we don't have the stock. Like it was being shipped and everything, but it took a lot longer than we had anticipated. Mm-hmm. So all of that to say is it's been a ride and it's been really hard and it's been so rewarding in so many areas, but it's been definitely a test to passion. I think what I have in common with other um, like interior, sorry, I'm saying it decorators or designers. I don't know. It depends. Either or works. Like I'm a decorator um, and, but designer, I mean, either or it's all good. Okay. Okay. (laughs) They're both listening anyway. So it's all good. I respect all of you so, so much because you're taking your passion and you're building something out of it and um, nothing is ever guaranteed or given. And no, but it's the passion that really drives you. And I feel like when you have the passion and you, there is a will, I mean, there is a way like, and you have the will to make it like it, it will eventually happen. Maybe not how you thought it will, or maybe not in the time you want it to, but, um, yeah. So, you know, those moments you were talking about where, well, just to clarify, maybe I was reading too much. Would it be fair to say you've had moments then where you're like, Ugh, the, what am I doing? I should just stop. Yeah. So yeah. what, do you, what do you do to get out of that? What, what, what happens when, cause let's be, this is to be helpful because everybody feels it. I feel it all the time. And I, so share with everybody what that looks like and how you, you dig yourself out of that, that okay. spiral. <laughs> yeah, totally. The fur, like my heart goes out to all of um, the listeners out there who could even, um, who relate to this feeling of just, I can't do this. Like the, the the feelings of defeat or overwhelming and or like just the feeling that you don't know what's next or if you could do this any longer all I can say is I 
don't think there is one business owner, whether you own one, one small candy store or whether you own sleeping country, whatever yeah. it is, um, you will have those moments. And I, I swear I have like three different types of moments. Like there's the extreme ones where like I'm in tears and I'm just, I've had it. Like I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> there's the ones where like, okay, like this sucks. Like, how am I going to get through this? What am I going to do? And then the everyday ones like, wait, what this just happened? Like, it's going to be delayed two more days. How is that possible? What am I going to do? Like, mm-hmm. I really believe that it takes strength. And, and if you're going through this, you're not alone and all I, and reach out to people who are similar or in your position or anyone reach DM me or whoever you can get to, to tell someone like what you're doing. And I think people are really, um, just like how you're doing for me. I mean, people want to be, people are good. Well, yes. I can't say everyone is good, but people are good. And, um, my best advice is to reach out. Like, even- that's so good. That's really smart. Actually. I don't know that I ever would have thought to do that. Really? Just reach out to a random person that, like, that's in a similar situation. That's what about you? Before doing this, were you surrounded by friends or family that were people running businesses? Okay, so my remember, my friends and my family are all in New York, and right. friends, like, I don't really speak to as much just because we're in different stages in our lives and children. And I moved seven years ago and. Um, I have some great friends here, um, like moms that I've gotten to know so well with my my one and three-year-old, but um, I've messaged who, I can't even tell you who I've messaged. You should look on my DMs on my <laughs> Instagram of people like, hey, like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a resource. I'm going to make a resource well, list. Yeah, I'm just curious too, because I know when I started my business, nobody none of my friends, everybody worked for corporate. So it, it becomes... Same. Really, yes, same. And it's, and it's all consuming, right? So by the nature of what we do, and it's so passion-filled, like you kind of want to talk about it, but then you get together with your friends and you're like, well, I don't want to be that girl. Like these people don't care or understand, period. Um, so it almost becomes a, a, a thing where you, you do want to build your own circle. And I have done that. Um, for sure. But I, you you want to start to form friendships and meet people who relate. Because yes. basically what friendship's all about, right? We all form friendships throughout our entire lives where you have things in common. So yes. now it's time not to say like bye-bye old friends by any means, obviously, but it's important to find the circle of friends that relate. Yes. I can't stress that enough. Like gra- even graphic designers, um, yeah. People, my graphic designer who I've worked with, who's amazing. Let's shout her out. Raquel Waldman, who's done my packaging and a lot of my... Ask, yeah. um, she started, you know, like we're all, all these creatives and all of these entrepreneurs, while we're all in different kind of areas, or we might be just starting, or we might be at the middle, or we might be in this business and someone might be in that business, but these feelings and these um, waves of um, anxiety, I call it, or waves of um, self-doubt. I mean, 
share it, connect with other yeah. people. Um, I've put myself out there so much and I never was someone who would do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really think you need to, um, to survive this. <laughs> it's like, so kind true. Of, it's kind <laughs> of bad. Like in a corporate world, you, you meet, you have your coworkers and you have a boss. I mean, sometimes you don't like your boss, but you have someone to give you feedback. But when you're yeah. in business yourself, you're your own worst, like you're your own worst critic and you need yeah. to, also cheering you on and you need to cheer yourself on and you need to know that it's okay to feel this way. And, um, tomorrow's another day. And if reality TV and, um, sitcoms and Netflix need to be your friend and they, yes, they, they are. Yeah. <laughs> the bachelorette. Right. Oh my God. Bachelor, Bachelor in paradise. I was actually watching it last night because you know awesome. what? My duvet covers are still not in my mom. You're like, yeah, you're like, this is my drug. Okay. This is my Prozac. <laughs> my sheet sets are supposed to be in in two weeks. My duvet covers are supposed to be in like all week. And I'm, and I'm like, you know what? Like, and there's another designer who, who actually I messaged her cause we're doing something together next month. Jacqueline Clark uh, Larkin. Oh, I love her. Yeah. She's met- it. She, her episode. I interviewed her. She's going to be going live in a couple weeks. No way. She's yeah. so so we were she talking is. about in September, I'm going to do something with her. And I had messaged her back because she's like, because I wanted to tell her that I did get her email. But I said, I should probably read it on here so that you can see. Um, I love it. Yeah. Let's I, get I, real. <laughs> let me read you the honest message to her. I love it. Um, I wrote, this was at 5.14 p.m. Wednesday night. I don't know if you can relate to this feeling, but just super anxious and stressed from work. I'll email you back ASAP. September is actually perfect for the start of a new year, school year, new bedding, and I couldn't be more excited to work together. She goes, oh, God, I relate so hard. Sorry, Jacqueline. I'm not trying to, sh- <laughs> to like... She'll be okay, and I can confirm with her, too, if you want to yes, play it safe, sure. just out of respect, for sure. Definitely. She's lovely, though, and I don't think she'll have a problem with it, because I think the the point of that is to to be honest, she's, and I think we need yeah. to hear that so that and we don't goes, feel... Like, what she says is even better. She goes, oh, God, I relate so hard. I'm so sorry you're stressed and anxious, deep breath, lots of water, and, and um, don't watch, consume anything that wreaks havoc on your nerves sitcoms only till you feel better I said I do the sitcom reality tv thing too (laughs) it's a distraction thank you it's freaking great it's great it's it's really great and um I think that is really important advice too one that I've actually implemented myself um I don't know if you get any of this on your from your end but Instagram's great and I'm sure for you Instagram has been like a hugely pivotal marketing um tactic strategy for your business but instagram is also really rough on the confidence and, and comparison so i'm just very like i don't it's not because i don't think somebody's so talented or i don't want to be so happy for them but anybody who gives me feelings of jealousy or i'm not good enough yeah or think i just i don't unfollow them i just mute them love you i'll go peek in on you when i'm ready but your success is making me feel a little poopy right now. And it has nothing to do with you, but that's what we have to do. And I think that's kind of a little bit of what she was saying too. It's just like, yeah, no no stress, man. Yeah. I mean, and it's nothing to be ashamed for. No. Celebrate each other's successes and we can be there for each other. But 
we're all going through different seasons and it could just be like a tough season for us. And we need to just give ourselves some, uh, some patience, some kindness and some, some quietness from, from something that could be triggering. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I think, um, no, I think, I think that's the biggest thing too, is like, is not to feel shame for it. Not at all. That's another reason why I like to talk about this stuff is because I'll be the first to admit that I, my entire life has been, I've been a, I'm a very, very jealous person. It's gross. I'm very good at internalizing. I don't act on jealousy. I don't lash out. I don't say mean things, but I, it, it just affects me very internally in a terrible way. And you know what? Why do that to ourselves though? You know? Yes. And it makes like, you feel like you're not as far along as you should be, or this, this company's doing better there. They got more followers. Like we just can't do that to ourselves. No, we cannot. And, and it's totally responsible of us to protect ourselves too, because no one's going to protect us. We don't have, um, we don't have, uh, any coworkers or any other people pointing out what good we are doing at the time while we're degrading ourselves of what we've come through or what we've done. So we don't need someone who, we don't need to see something in our face where it might, um, it might make us feel the other way. I don't think, yeah, there's nothing negative in that. And I think it's just self perseverance. Like, yep. Gotta keep going. However you can, you just got to keep going. Exactly. Surround yourself with people who make you feel good and motivated, inspired, all of that. So, okay. I, like I was saying, I feel like I should have had you really elaborate and tell everybody what white Terry is. Cause I know obviously everybody know you do bed linens, but I know it's obviously more than that. So tell everybody what is uh, white Terry? What do you have actively um, on your product line and what's new and upcoming and exciting? First, I want to bring up my uh, partnership with sleeping children around the war around the world. org. They are a nonprofit where every dollar you donate goes straight to um, a bed kit purchase, which means when I give $35, it goes directly to the supplies that will go to a child between the age of six and 12, um, depending on the country they're serving, like depending on the needs, but there's always a mosquito net. Um, there's sometimes school supplies, sometimes uh, shoes. There's always a pillow. I believe, and like a small blanket. So I definitely am very passionate about like giving back to those who need it the most. And I really believe in this organization because um, they have all of their administrative costs covered by the, by the founder. So when you donate to them, the money goes straight to the bed kits and the volunteers are the ones who actually fly to these countries, the Philippines, Sri Lanka, um, places, I believe in Africa, there's, there's a few specific countries they, they go to and it's volunteers who take, they, who use their time to, to fly overseas and distribute these bed kits. So I'm really passionate, um, to helping those who, who, who are in need and who, um, that's incredible. And I'll make sure uh, to get the link for that so that if anybody wants to learn more, they can click the show notes. Uh, I can also tag them when I post it on my, uh, my Instagram so that if anybody wants to learn more, they can give them a little love. Yeah. Yes. I launched white Terry to, um, to get a great brand of bedding and linens out there to the Canadian consumer, because I really felt that 
um, there was, there's no one here that was doing that. And I felt as a Canadian, not as important as other customers for other bigger brands that really weren't focused on our market. So that really um, was why I started this business. And I wanted, um, I wanted to be able to get it into the homes of all Canadians and not have limitations on how much they're spending or how much little they're spending because of shipping rates. And I wanted to offer free shipping express, just as you would receive um, in the US had you ordered something online from a like company there. So I really wanted to um, offer the same experience in Canada um, as I would expect, or as I had received in the US. And and that's great because let's be honest, I, you probably got to, was real, you were having come from the States and having access to so many, so many brands. Then you moved to Canada and it, it's exactly what you said. It's you love something and you're like, cool, there's no shipping. No, okay, there's gonna be shipping to Canada, duty, exchange is a killer. Or, or wait seven to 10 days. Like, yeah, it's insanity. Yeah, it really is. I promise you, you really have to live in the US and then come back here or vice versa to see the difference between. Um, and I believe it because I, I, I'll tell you where I feel it as a Canadian designer is that. There's so many brands out there, like furniture brands that are really difficult to access in Canada without knowing your landed costs. So you ha it's really, really difficult to, to even tell the client exactly what they're going to pay by the time it gets here. A hundred percent. And if there's damage, the shipping back situation. Anyway, so I feel it and I feel like I'm going to get you working on some other stuff that I need to be happening in Canada. Cause obviously you're not busy enough, right? <laughs> I'm going to get you to go on to furniture next beds. No, so, and what, what's your current uh, lineup of actual products that yeah, you're offering? So we had, we launched with like just literally four colors, um, with four, sh like four, one set of sheets and four colors and, and pillowcases. That's what we literally launched with. And today we eliminated one of our colors because obviously it, I love the color and the first time and a, the second time I washed it, it was great. But then after like a few times, I realized it was a little too blue green as mm -hmm. a gray. So another learning experience that yep. all nice kind of got discontinued. But so now we're down to three colors, but we have um, sheet sets, pillowcases, duvet covers. We're launching shams at the end of the month, like so Euro. King and standard size, and we have crib sheets. So I saw that and I love it because I do have some friends who are having the babies. So I'm going to have to be on the lookout to, to get them that gift because awesome. yeah. Thank you so much. And yeah, so we're really excited about the, about what's to come. I mean, I don't know. I would love to do more prints. I would love to, um, there's so many things. I don't I know. know. I'm sure. I don't know, I don't know exactly. I would think that prints would be next for us. I'm looking at some things, but um, yeah, I want to really get our duvet covers and everything that we were had out of stock back in stock and get that going again. And then as soon as everything is back in order, I'm sure in another month or two, I'll be thinking away, designing and uh, planning what would be next for our next collection. 
That is so exciting. And I will, like I said already, I have a set of these sheets. They're really freaking soft. And I, I have to ask you this. What was your initial, when you first got a set of sheets that had your logo, even if it was your first logo that you're embarrassed by, what did that feel like? You know what? It was the, I always looked for these sheets that kind of had like a nice weight to it. I could not find it. Like I loved flannel sheets in the past before. And I've also loved, um, different types of sheets. But to be honest, I saw my logo, but I felt the sheet itself. And I'm like, wow, like this is what I've been looking for for so long. And the fact that it resonated with people um, is, is, is so special because who would have thought that you liked the same feeling as I did or or other people did, but I knew that it was, I, I wanted the feel and, and I felt the sheet and I'm like, wow, like this is it. Like I did it, Nicole. And the logo at the time was terrible, but now with the logo and the feel and our next, um, our new stuff coming in is, is just, it's really, really beautiful. And I really want to work with more designers and decorators and and send swatches so you got so you can show your clients and and support you in any way because you've all been so supportive of me and um yeah I'm so thankful and I'm here and if anyone is listening or or needs a swatch or like anything just message me I'm definitely uh happy to work with you and do offer a trades discount I love it Thank you so much for chatting with me. I'm, I think it's amazing what you've done. And obviously it goes without saying, and it's, you should be so proud. And I hope that you're remembering all these amazing milestones for that. When you can look back on this 10 years from now and have an empire and you can be like, I remember where I started. I cannot thank you enough for even like, literally you asking me to be on the podcast. Lit my like, like, Am I your first podcast? Yes. This is my first I was, uh, I was, when you asked me that, I was like, no way. She didn't just ask me. Like, that's just huh? sense. like, why me? And I just, I'm so grateful and I'm so thankful and I'm always here for you. And I'm hoping, I'm hopeful we'll work together and, and we'll both growing and, and learning and figuring out this crazy ride we're on. I will say, I, I I asked you because I you have ins- you're an inspiration. You're like what you've done is amazing, and I want to help people share these amazing stories. So that's why, and I think everybody needs to hear these stories. It's kind of like uh, you were talking about a podcast before. Do you ever li- uh, listen to the podcast? Um, how this was built or how I yes. built it. Oh my God. Is yeah. that the one you were talking about? But it's kind of like a little mini version of how I built this, but it's in the yeah. earlier stages. And then later you can be on how I built this and it could be like, I'll be the initial podcast you were on and I'll feel great about it. Oh my God. Totally. <laughs> Life goals, but right? Definitely. But look at what you've accomplished. I, I posted one of your images of a little girl's bed and I oh, think I love that one. Liked image, like you are such really? a oh, so you are such a talent, and I know it's hard, and I know every day must be just another tackle, another <laughs> business mountain that we climb every single day. But you're such a talent, and I'm so excited to see what's in store for you as well. Well, I appreciate that. I, I one, it's so interesting. Um, I'm like I'm emotional. Um, I realized lately that the the most amazing compliment that like if you if if people are doling out compliments for me the most 
amazing one for me to ever receive is here saying, having somebody say, you're so talented. Like you can say anything else to me. And of course I'd be ever grateful, but that one is really like, I take it to heart because I, I know, I'm sure you're like this too. A lot of us are just so hard on ourselves. We're such perfectionists and it's a constant state of like, I'm not good enough and it's not good enough. And so anytime anybody takes the time to say you're so talented, it means so much. And as a result of that, I'm like, you know what? It's really important for me to tell people things like that too. So if it means so much to me, I'm sure it means so much to somebody else. So if you think somebody's talented, I said this once in, in my Facebook group, go out of your way, somebody, especially people who are newer in the business, because there's obviously like Amber Interiors, we know you're talented, not that she doesn't deserve to hear it, but to the new people, it means so much. And it, it could be like that little thing that just they needed today because yeah, like you said, it's so hard. Yes. It's so hard, but it's so true. And, and anyone, Michelle, looking at your work or knowing you and seeing what you've created is just know that you are so talented and oh, for me, like the best is yet to come. And I'm exactly for us to do this again, maybe in a year. Absolutely. I always love doing that. And yes. Say like what shit went down. Yes. <laughs> Where we are maybe the same place or a little bit few steps ahead would be amazing but oh yeah we'll see well I have no doubt I think I think I just feel it. you're gonna do huge things I can just see it and and I think that this is I think we should everybody listening to this once you stop listening go on Instagram go find and with sincerity don't throw around empty compliments I I don't like that but find the people who who are new and, and, or just whatever, and go tell them they're talented or go give them whatever compliment is from your core because it could just make a difference today. Anyway, that's it. So where can people follow you and go buy your product? Okay. So we are sold online on whiteterry.com and we're carried in a few stores. Um, two stores in Oakville, actually. So Cocoon Furnishings. And- oh my God. Yes. That's incredible. That's, that's so much. Thank you. I so didn't much. know that. Yeah. We're because my business partner is my supplier, AKA like we're partners. Basically I'm able to really get my costs down to like a point where I'm able to wholesale. Well, we don't actually make margins, I would say. Um, I think it's an important part to first of all, support small businesses or big, big businesses, but um, supports other businesses as well as have a place for someone to, to feel and touch the, the bedding fabric themselves because that is something that people do like to do when they buy it so we're actually in those two stores we're in um another store what's the name new brunswick um fredericton modern comfort so they have our stuff and also leclerc decor in ottawa yes yeah so i mean it's really i don't know what the future holds like i'm hopeful that I'm not definitely not expanding to more really wholesale accounts or stores just because um, financially it's a little bit tough, but the chat, like I do love to work with other businesses and business owners and yeah. And people can go in and feel the fabric and 
um, interior decorators can go in as well and, and show their clients in person if they want, even though I can send swatches. Yeah. Well, let's just, I don't know what to say about that. Um, I feel like people should order from you, but I don't know if that's a bad thing to say in case cocoon, because that's going to be better for you. But um, I'm so sorry. I got really excited when you said cocoon that I missed the second place in the GTA. Where else? So house warmings also. I don't know who they are, but I'm going to look them up. They're in Oakville and they were the first store actually to have me. So it's kind of like a special place to my heart. I mean, if I can in any like tiny wee little way help people, I think, who are doing awesome shit, get a couple new people who didn't know about them, then I just, that would make me so happy. It's so so appreciated and it's so special. And I thank you for that so much because so much of my story and how um, even where I am today is because of people like you and, and, and yeah, connecting with other women and having um, these type of opportunities. So I'm so thankful. Definitely. So there you go. That was Nicole Bernstein from White Terry. And I'm just so pumped. I, I'm also really happy that people seem to be enjoying that I'm mixing up the podcast episodes and topics because sometimes it can get a little exhausting hearing about how somebody ran their business or, you know, things that are just so very specific and tangible and like you feel like you'd be making notes. Whereas sometimes it's just good to be inspired by somebody and I'm going to continue to talk to people who have inspired me and I think have something to share on that front. So thank you, Nicole, for that. One thing I will say is earlier in the episode, I thought that she was saying she was collaborating with Jackie Harper, Jacqueline Harper Designs, which is why I fully said, oh yeah, she has an episode going live next week because she fully did. But even when I, I did not hear that she was saying Jacqueline Clark, which is Larkin Lennon. So that's a bit confusing. And I'd love to talk to Jacqueline Clark. If you listen to this, Jacqueline, I'd love to have you on my podcast. I prematurely reached out to you uh, before I had really officially launched this thing. And um, maybe maybe we'll reconsider and do this, yeah? Anyways, um, I think that's all I got, guys. If you enjoyed this episode and the podcast in general, please leave me a review. Uh, It helps other people find the podcast. It helps me reach out to people about potential sponsorships, which can help me keep this baby afloat, which will be good. If I can get a little support on that front, right? Um, And if you want to follow along my journey, learn more. I talk about things that I don't share on the podcast or even on any other social media channels. So I share some of the nitty gritty things in there um, before anybody else hears about it. So if you want to be in the know on that, go to Real Talk Design with Michelle Bennett on Facebook uh, and please answer the questions and I'll accept you after I can confirm that you're a designer. If you want to get inspiration in your inbox, I'm calling it Real Talk Real Short. Go to michellebennett.com slash real talk. And I'm just going to send you any nuggets that I have found have been super helpful along the way. Links to articles, um, you know, experiences that I've had that, that I think are, are helpful. Lastly, if you're not already following me, uh, michellebennett.design on Instagram, you should go do that. And if you're not following the podcast, Real Talk, realtalk.design, is that what? realtalkdesign.podcast. Go check it out. And one last favor. I'm probably going too far now. But yeah, tell one friend that you don't think knows about the podcast about the podcast. And if you find it helpful, because 
Sharing is caring, as they say. Am I right? Anyways, guys, that's all I got this week. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.